0: listening to Proof Text, a Glossa House podcast by Dr. T. Michael W. Halcomb, Dr. Frederick J. Long, Dr. Mario Melendez, Dr. Jennifer Noonan, and J. M. Smith. Welcome and enjoy. Shalom. This is Dr. Jennifer Noonan. Welcome to this, epi- this week's episode of SLA Insights. I'm continuing my discussion of comprehensible input, which is understood as what is most important for students in acquiring language. This episode is the first of three, where I talk about how to increase the quantity of comprehensible input in your language classroom. Today, I'm gonna talk about immersion, and then in upcoming episodes, talk about total physical response, and then extensive reading. So for today, looking at immersion and what is immersion, basically, we're talking about creating an environment that is similar to what your student might get if he or she were dropped into an L2 culture, a, a second language culture. you know France, China, Germany, uh, where everywhere around them they're being hearing and having to use the language the american council for the teaching of foreign languages recommends that 90% or more of class time be spent in the second language in the l2 so for our our hebrew greek latin if if we're looking to encourage comprehensible input, then we also wanna spend as much time in the language as possible. As Scott McQuinn has noted, the more time spent in L1, that is native language, the less time the students are getting L2 or um, comprehensible input to develop and acquire their language. But there are several challenges to this, and and I I understand it's hard. So the questions are, you know, where do I start? And really, how do I develop the fluency to do this when I learned on the grammar translation, memorize the language, or sorry, memorize the paradigms, memorize the vocabulary. Class time was spent mostly in L1. Um, how do I get there? It wasn't modeled for me. This isn't the way I learned. So I have a few suggestions to help you get up to speed and help you really try to to create and establish this immersion environment in your classroom. Um, The first recommendation I have is to read and especially listen to your L2, whether that's Hebrew, Greek, Latin, or something else. Do it a lot. And the point here is to beef up your own exposure to comprehensible input. So find ways to get that language into you where you're immersed in it yourself so that you're developing the acquisition, the fluency, the proficiency that you need to perform in the classroom. There are um, resources available. I can suggest, for example, for Hebrew, Olive with Beth. It's a free YouTube series um, that uses only Hebrew for teaching. Um, there's no English or any other language in the videos, um, and they do a very good job with it. Uh, The corresponding course, also free in YouTube, is Alpha with Angela for for, um, Greek learners. But there are also other ways of doing it. For example, the Biblical Language Center offers classes in the ancient languages using uh, audio, especially comprehensible input. Um, You can use scripture recordings. There are a number available online of people reading the Bible in the languages. And so immerse yourself, you know, go as you're walking in the car, um, listen to those recordings of the Bible in the original languages so that you're getting more and more input for yourself. Another option might be to take a class in modern Hebrew or modern Greek, which will help amp up your uh, speaking and listening skills and practice those to bring fluency so you're more comfortable using them in the biblical language classrooms. But keep in mind, modern Hebrew is not quite the same as biblical Hebrew, same for Greek. So you need to be aware of what the differences are and uh, make sure that you're using biblical Hebrew or biblical Greek in your classroom. Um, you can practice with a friend, a colleague, a former student. If you can't find a friend, make one, use a puppet, get a stuffed animal to talk to, to practice speaking out loud and using your, your language. You can also um, look for classroom navigation phrases. So for Hebrew, Paul Overland has published a resource called Milim through Glossa House that includes a number of useful phrases for in the classroom. Hand in your homework, go up to the board, stand up, sit down, close the door. Hello, how are you? Many things like that that you would need to keep your classroom in the language that are just very practical and useful. And I believe there are other resources, especially for Latin and maybe for Greek as well. Online, look for classroom navigation phrases in your, in your language. But ultimately, you need to start with what you do know. If you're comfortable with, say, animal words, then bring in pictures, stuffed animals into the classroom and spend the day in the language practicing animal words with your students. Throw them around, you know, I have the cow, I have, you know, whatever, what is this? And do that, and so start with what you know, what you can do. You may be only able to maintain immersion for say 10% of your class. If that's what you can do, start with that. Aim for 15 to 20% the next time around. And the more you do it, the more fluent you will become and the easier it will be as you go. Now I do have a friend, uh, Lee Fields, who recommends you just jump in with both feet. And if that's where you are, do it. If you've got the courage and the, the ability, by all means, jump in with both feet but don't be afraid to do something is you know, my recommendation here. So that's the first question. How do I develop the fluency that I need to get there? The second challenge is how do I teach grammar? And that's a legitimate question. Students do need a certain amount of grammar. They need to understand how it works and they're gonna need it for their upper, upper level classes as they continue. So how do I teach grammar? Well there are several options here. The first is you can do it implicitly. In other words, well, this is what it would be like if they were dropped into an actual immersion environment. If somebody dropped them into Czechoslovakia without any knowledge of the language, they would have to do some trial and error and practice. And somebody will probably come along and say, no, that's not quite how you say it here. This is the right way. And so, look for those teachable moments as they come up to correct the grammar um, as it comes up. So you don't use explanations, you just use the grammar, use the comprehensible input, and keep adding more, and as students make mistakes, you correct them and keep going. So you can teach the grammar implicitly, that's one way of doing it. A second way is to teach the grammar explicitly but in the language, so use the language to teach the language. And you can do this, um, for example, in Hebrew there are words for masculine and feminine, so use those when you're teaching masculine and feminine forms. Um, Use pictures, diagrams, uh, whatever it takes in the language as much as you can to teach the language. That's a second option. A third is to use what's known as a flipped class approach. So you're still meeting as a class, but there's this online component of videos and things that you're expecting the students to watch on their own at home. So um, you would do that in L1, give these grammar explanations in videos, record yourself, put it up online for the students to use. But in the classroom, you only use the L2, the second language, to practice and use activities and use the grammar that they're learning outside the classroom. And you can do it either way. You can either, and probably both is best actually, you can present the grammar first and then use it in the classroom for activities, or you can start to introduce it just briefly, add a new word, a new form in the the flow of conversation, I plus one, the input hypothesis, and then they go home and watch the video that explains the form you just used. So there, you can go at it both ways um, in that sense. So those are some suggestions for how to teach grammar in trying to maintain at the same time an immersion environment in your classroom. So for today, we've been talking about immersion, trying to get more comprehensible input into the classroom, which will lead to more accuracy, more acquisition, more proficiency for your students. I hope you will be able to join me for the next couple episodes as we continue to talk about increasing quantity of comprehensible input. In the meantime, have a great week. Interested in growing your ancient language skills but not sure where to start? Glow's House can help! From illustrated readers and short stories to lexicons and grammars, Glossa House offers a variety of resources for beginning, intermediate, and experienced ancient language learners. Head to glossahouse.com today. Glossa House, language resources for the global community.